What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode two of the Galaxy Couch podcast, the podcast where we are currently going through ABC's Lost. I am Bran, and sitting next to me is... Daniel. Welcome back. It's great to have you. <laughs> welcome, welcome. In our, in our own home. Uh, so this week we have the second episode. It's technically the third episode, but it is... 2.5. Two, well, <laughs> something like that. We're going to say episode three since the pilot was like pilot one, pilot two. So episode three... Uh, Tablu... No! <laughs> I had I was practicing it before. Tablu rasa. Tablu rasa. Tablu. So not, not tabula. Tablu. Tablu rasa. Meaning blank slate. It's blank slate. Um, so yeah, tablu rasa, meaning blank slate, so kind of giving you an idea of what this episode is already about. We've already kind of established in the last episode, Kate is a criminal. Bum bum bum. So... What did you think of this episode? Tablu rasa. Sorry, fun fact. From the philosopher John Locke. From the philosopher John Locke. Also character John Locke. Uh, bum, 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 bum. And he's a philosopher himself. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm going to guess that plays into the themes and overall like story? You would think. You would think? No, don't say it like that. <laughs> So, anyway, um, Kate is a criminal. Yeah, don't trust her. What is, did she do? Don't trust her is what the uh, the marshal says when he wakes up from his little fever. Fever coma. Um, which he's screaming a lot. If if I were one of the people on this island, while he's having his fever screams because he's kind of dying. I mean, he had shrapnel in him and was like, po- his blood was poisoned or something. Uh, lead poisoning, I'm guessing, yeah. from the, the shrapnel. Yeah. So all these other people on the island, you can kind of see that they're stressed out by the fact that they're constantly hearing the uh, from the uh. hut. I would probably find some like palm leaves and fashion myself some earplugs or take a long walk away from that patch of beach. I mean, there's probably like those courtesy earplugs from the plane. Oh, that's scavenging. That's a good point. Yeah, just go back into the wreckage. With all the corpses, as really reminds us. So yeah, we're we're given the uh, the the exposition of oh, don't trust Kate, and uh, the next scene I believe is Kate gets the gun. How does Kate get the gun? Kate had the gun from the previous episode. She had the gun. That's right. She because... took it from Said and Sawyer. Yeah, saying that you two probably shouldn't have this, so I'm gonna take it. Charlie said that Charlie suggested it, I think. And yeah. Like unanimously said, yeah, we trust Kate. And then it was all like, boom, 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 shadowing on Kate's face. Yeah, you had that like omniscience from like us as an audience. They're like, oh no, maybe she shouldn't be the one to have the gun. Like, she's the criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, so then from there, we get a flashback of Kate. Uh, Asleep in a barn. And the owner of the barn, a farmer named Ray, uh, finds her. And Ray's basically like, what are you doing out here? And she kind of gives like... I like a, walking. She gives a fake story and... A fake name. A fake name. She says her name is Annie. Um, which now, it's kind of like... I, I, I kind of like the, the inclusion of the fake name because now as an audience, we're like, but wait, is her actual name Kate or is her name Annie? Uh, because we don't, we don't know. Her like, full story. 
Yeah, well, I'm, which I'm assuming we're probably going to get more of Evangeline Lilly's story because so far she's probably one of the most interesting characters because, I mean, I we're given the most information from her besides Jack. So Currently, she's not. Currently. Her favorite character is yet to come. Um, so, yeah, we see, like, slowly uh, her, like, talking about, oh, yeah, I'm just hiking through Australia, which... I don't think Australia is a place you want to go hiking. He was saying something about how, like, the nearest town was a thousand kilometers away or something. Yeah. And you're just going to get eaten by a ten-foot huntsman spider, or <sighs> you're going to get mugged by a, a kangaroo. <laughs> kangaroo with a six-pack. Yeah, they're... They ain't they're no, ripped. Yeah. Um, so he offers her a job, and she reluctantly takes it. He says, my wife just died, left him with a lot of chores and a big mortgage. So, yeah, he says, yeah, uh, you could stay here and work. So she's kind of, it seems like she doesn't want to, but then kind of goes, you know what? It'll give me a place to stay for a while. Maybe I can lay low. Um, so Build up you, a little money. Yeah. Um, so we cut back uh, to the present, and you see that, like, the, the group has come back to the beach, and Syed does what a good leader does and breaks the news like no bullshit to everyone saying hey uh you know the we tried to get a transmission it wasn't working well a, a little bullshit because he doesn't tell them about the, the other transmission the other transmission. there was no they weren't able to get a signal which charlie tells charlie tells jack yeah he in, wanted jack. in no. secret does charlie tell him or just kate Kate tells him. Yeah. Yeah, because at that point... And that's when they play a little game of chicken about her past. Yeah. Like, what'd you want to tell me? Just this. Anything else? Nope. You sure? Because Jack got the, the little wanted pamphlet mm -hmm. that the marshal had saying, like, hey, uh, don't trust her, she's a criminal. So he's kind of hoping, yeah, can you uh, elaborate? Like, you're, you've are you been pretty truthful with me so far. And then she says, couldn't get a signal in. Oh. <laughs> Anything else? Nope. Just that. <laughs> okay, bye. That's it. Um... So then we get um, the uh, Korean couple. We get a little bit of their story again um, because his wife is dirty. Yes, he wanted said she was filthy. And she, he says you should go wash up. And you re you under you learn that her name is Sun. Sun. So I kind of like that we're slowly starting to learn more of these characters' names. I feel like that makes it a little bit easier as it goes along because if if you give everyone these names right off the bat, it's going to feel like Game of Thrones. Where you're mm -hmm. going to be like, all right, I need a flow chart to start keeping track of this, which speaking of charts, we are going to, we're going to make a board. We're going to make a board um, with little like character groupings and like uh, main plot points to kind of just keep this in order. And we can kind of uh, like go about changing it. If Because, oh boy, is it coming? Oh no. So, Alliances, I'm guessing, are going to shatter, or new friendships. Alliances, and... friendships, roles of importance. Um, so we also learn that Claire, uh, the pregnant woman, is uh, single. There's no okay. one in her picture. So you, you kind of get this little bit of... Uh, Charlie starts talking to her, and, and he's like, "Oh, you kind of see them oh. a little the the beginnings of like a coupling. You're, it's it seems a little on the nose. Like, oh yeah, they're probably gonna couple these two together. Uh, it's gonna be Charlie working with his past and Claire and the baby. Claire and the baby. Um, and on the nose or not, I think it would be great pairing. Really, you like that pairing? Hypothetically. Hypothetically. I so, may or may not have a note that says Charlie plus Claire with a little heart drawn next to it and an <laughs> arrow through the heart. 
I like it. Um, I I noticed that like the framing of some of the shots, like even when they're sitting together in the background, like they're still together. So like you see, like oh okay, they they might have something. Oh, here. like the end of the episode when the music was playing and he was like drawing on his bandages, and she was just in the background like holding her bump. What was it on the bandages? Because I I don't remember. It said something else. I don't remember either. Oh man, I should have wrote that down. Should have wrote that down. If anyone knows what he wrote in... What do Charlie's bandages say? In Tabla Rasa. Uh, maybe we can get that at Google. Um, so, meanwhile, we have Claire... No, not Claire. We have Kate going to visit the air marshal. And we don't really know what she's doing. She's just kind of, like, hovering over him. Um, and then we get uh, him eyes wide open and just starts choking her out. Because obviously, he sees that it's her. yeah, he knows who it is. Um, and we we get Jack who intervenes. Jack, uh, you know, goes in, breaks that up, and then he finally says, "Like, I know about your past. I know you're a criminal. I know you did something." Um, which she kind of is like, "Oh fuck, you shouldn't know this." We're not gonna talk about that. Yeah. Um, and then after that, that's when we cut back to Another her flashback. Question. Yeah. Um, of her sneaking out in the night. Yeah. Or attempting to. She's she's going for her little stash of money in the coffee tin, and then Ray finds her. He's like, what are you doing? Um, and then she kind of confesses, like, oh, well, I'm leaving. And he's like, well, you weren't going to leave without saying goodbye? And I felt like that was kind of touching, because it's like, damn, um, they've been together for a couple months, yeah. so maybe at least, like, give he's him that. fond of her? Yeah. And so, then he offers to drive her into town, at least. And to stay the night. And says that everyone deserves a fresh start. He does say that, you're right. Which... Just kind of vaguely, which is kind of... Tabla rasa. Yes. Blank slate. Um, and then we get them leaving the next morning with the truck. They're just sitting there. And then all of a sudden you see a Suburban pull up. Just a black Suburban right behind Kate. And she kind of realizes, like... Oh fuck! You're not you're not taking me to the train station. You're turning me in, and you get this very very sad like moral complexity from Ray. Mm-hmm. The 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 reward is twenty three thousand dollars. He's already got he's up to his ankles in mortgage, and he's kind of the the walls are closing in on him. So he knows he needs money. So he makes sure to tell her that it wasn't an easy decision. Yeah. Uh, and then you see the marshal pull up behind, next to them. And do a weird finger gun. <laughs> I didn't understand the finger gun, especially considering that like you're on a stretch of highway and you're going to do this weird th- finger gun thing at her as like Kate, a, Kate. haha, gotcha. Aren't you going to, like, there's Swirl. oncoming traffic, dude. Maybe, I don't know, if you're going to pull her over, like get in front of her and slow down. And then Ray doesn't slow down. No, Kate takes another like minute to assess the situation and then just like grabs the wheel and but doesn't Ray speed up he's like he's accelerating I don't know oh cause there's the oncoming car coming yeah so he's I trying like to, to get out of the way or something yeah um so Kate Barrel rolls them into a ditch and takes the time to make sure Ray is okay to, to remind the audience you might think she's a criminal but is she is she a bad person she, she might be a criminal, but is she bad? Oh, that's a good point, yeah, because does a criminal dictate you being a bad person? It also kind of goes back to her blank slate. Maybe this mm-hmm. is her trying to make amends for her past. Like, oh, this is me trying to turn over a new leaf. And the air marshal makes a point to say later on the island that she would have gotten away if she hadn't gone back to save. Yeah. Okay. 
if, yeah, she would have gotten away, which, would she? <laughs> would she? How far would you get? Just running into the outback. Um, you also get, okay, so we cut back, and um, Walt and his dad, Mike, Michael? Vincent. Vincent's no, the dog. The Walt and, yeah. Walt and Michael are talking, and um, uh, he's asking him where he'd been, and Walt says that he was playing a game with Mr. Locke, and uh, saying, kind of like, oh, I don't want you to go anywhere near him, and Walt's like, no, he's... He's my friend. He's cool. He also says that Mr. Locke said a miracle happened here. Which is vague and odd. And ominous, which I like that. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to like Locke more because I'm like, who the fuck are you, man? Are you like God? Like, I feel like, is he? I don't know. I mean, he's, he's dressed in white. He's very smart. He's very soft-spoken. He's very, like, saintly. Interesting observation. Yeah. Um, and then we get, who's running through the woods? Is it Mike running through the woods? Yeah, because he was looking for Vincent. Yeah, he's looking for Vincent, and then you get another monster. Uh, yeah, it's like a growl mm-hmm. or something, and like trees being crushed. And when Mike's running, crashing through the jungle, all of a sudden he runs into... Sun, topless. <laughs> like, I was coming here for privacy... And she's just very awkward, but she's, like, covering herself, and he's like, I, I didn't see anything. I promise, I promise, uh, there was nothing, and I didn't see it, and he, he I'm sorry. He saw something. There was nothing. There was nothing. So we'll see how that unfolds. Um, let's see. People are getting worried about uh, the marshals groaning, and you can tell that people are like, either... Who, who is it? Shannon says, uh, oh, I kind of wish he would just die already. Yeah, to which her brother's like, what the fuck? Like, that's kind of uh, a fucked up thing to say there. But then Sawyer tells Kate that everyone knows what has to be done and only you can do it. Mm. Yeah, because you got the gun. You got the gun. Which, there's only one bullet in the gun. Um, That was made a point because Sawyer capped that polar bear like 25 (laughs) times and apparently there's only... As many times possible. There's only one more bullet left in the clip. It all um, went to the polar bear. Um, we get Kate giving Sawyer the gun because she can't do the killing. She doesn't feel that... We didn't see that. We didn't see that. We just hear a gunshot and then see Kate We see Kate walking out of the tent and a gunshot after, so we think that he shot himself. And then you see Sawyer come out. That's right. Which, uh, that, was a, that was some good subversion because, yeah, you're like, oh, she gave it to himself so he could commit suicide rather than someone having blood on their hands because they had like a re- her and the marshal had a real talk he was like give it to me straight kate i'm dying aren't i mm-hmm. and she was like well are you gonna are you gonna be the one to do it and she was just like kind of grimaced and didn't answer yeah but unfortunately sawyer <laughs> sucked point blank can't kill a man but she he tried to shoot him in the heart <laughs> and he missed so right, right into his lung. The marshal is now gonna die slowly. I mean, quicker than he would if he was just gonna die from the flu. But still, like an hour or two. Yeah, that's suffocating on his own blood. In a much more painful death than probably slowly deteriorating from the flu and from lead poisoning and whatever else is going through him. So then we see Jack go back in the tent. There's a brief muffled sound. And Jack comes back out 
about 30 seconds later looking very angry, so it's left up to interpretation. So do you think he, like, he, like, pillowed him and, like, just covered his face? merciful at that point? As but, a doctor. You no, know, because you're still having to kill someone who is suffering when you can't do anything about it. And that was Jack's whole point, why he's like, nobody kill him. Like, if he's going to die, he's just going to die the way he's supposed to, not by anyone else's hand. But he was literally suffocating and, like, screaming on his own, like, choking out on his own blood. Yeah. So, at that point, it's a mercy killing, but... But was it? They don't show anything, they don't say anything, he just walks away angry. It's forced onto him. Yes. The the killing that he didn't want to have to do because a lot of leadership is forced onto Jack. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to notice that. Jackie boy. Um. We also get Locke has been whittling something on the beach, and uh, Mike asks him, "What are you doing?" And he says, "I'm making a whistle." Casual. And you're just like, okay, he's just going to sit there and, you know, play a little Zelda tune on a flute or something like that. He's, he's making an ocarina, maybe. But then he finishes it a scene or two later. Does a little toot that you can't hear because it's a dog whistle. That was clever. I, I was like, oh, okay, he's just, you know, doing something to pass the time. No, he's doing something to be fucking helpful because he's a good person. Um... So we get the dog back. Uh, Locke finds Mike while Walt is sleeping and says, Hey, the dog's tied up over there. You should be the one to bring the dog back because he's your son. Mm-hmm. You want your son to be in your good graces again. So here's, here's, I'm throwing one on your lap. And just strolls away. And then we get Vincent back on the beach, safe and happy. What a good boy! Such a relief. If you follow us on Twitter, he's our profile picture for now until we finish our art. Best boy. Best boy. Um, And then Kate and Jack share a moment as uh, they're talking on the beach, and you kind of get more of the tabula rasa. Uh, Jack says, three days ago, we all died. We should all be able Hmm. to start over. Hmm. That was in my notes, too, but for different reasons. Uh... And, one last note, Hurley has a fucking Walkman. It was, it was weird. Gotta pass the time. But in 2007, it's so weird seeing that, like, he's got a CD player when you would expect maybe, like, I don't know, an old iPod. iPod. iPod Shuffle. A Zune. Remember Zune? Zune. I had a Zune. <laughs> Gone too soon. Gone too Zune. They had the best games. Those had games? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. What kind it's of like game? a rhythm game where you could, like surf on music. So much better than Apple. I was so upset when I got an iPad and there was no game like that. <laughs> you had Brick Breaker on Apple. That was that was about that it. That was it. So Hurley's got his CD player. It's probably got some sand in there. He's gonna have some. <laughs> Dust sk- it off. He's gonna be walking down the beach and he's gonna be like, "God damn it! I gotta hold this thing flat, otherwise it's gonna skip." And Charlie, we found out, was drawing on his bandages again. The word late. Late. I don't know what it said before, but he was changing it to L. So was it just the L he was changing, or was it? Yeah. Was it? It was fate before. I think so. So yeah, it was. It was fate, and then he used another bandage to wrap it around and use the marker to write late. late. So what's next? Is it gate? Mate. Date. That's how we ask Claire out. Ooh. <laughs> Turns a hand. <laughs> Adds a little question mark. <laughs> On the thumb. I like that. 
Um, so yeah, that is Tabula Rasa. You got it. Uh, the next episode we got is called... Oh, I had it up here. The computer turning off. Walkabout is our next episode. That's like a tour in Australia you can do. Walkabout? A walkabout. What is, a walkabout. What is... Is that like an Australian term? Yeah, it's like when you're going through the outback, kind of like a... Um, what is it? Hike. Oh, it's like a nature hike. Yeah, but like guided or i guess they're not all guided but like it's through all of the outback you go on a walkabout do you have to sign like forms that say like there if are, i get eaten by a spider it's okay <laughs> there's dangerous creatures you're gonna see a, a eight foot koala bear that might <laughs> uh identify you as a eucalyptus and eat you like <laughs> get knocked out by a kangaroo kangaroo jack is waiting all right um so the next episode we're probably going to be watching tonight and hopefully uh, uploading as soon as we can. Until next time. Adios, senora. Fate. <laughs>